Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Is the Gulch experiencing a delay in construction? One of Nashville's fastest growing pikes will soon see new development. And how does Tennessee's business environment measure up against the rest of the United States? We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. All right, time to talk about the Gulch. We haven't talked about that in a while. And there's a lot of stuff happening there. A, a lot ton, of stuff happening ton. in the Gulch. And soon to be a bridge under construction for like 10 months. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun at all. Um, this was back, let's see, probably over a year ago, a year and several months ago that Stuart and I talked about a building near where the old Gibson building used to be. The sales room for Gibson. Yeah. Yes. On Church Street. Yeah. And uh, there was a developer who bought this site that had in mind a a huge tower. Um, I think initially it was going to be a hotel like with mixed use office space. Yeah. Initially. And uh, and kind of plans have changed a little bit. And now it's kind of, uh, is is it 100% luxury apartments now? I think so. I think they dropped the hotel because I, if I remember correctly, this was going to be one of the Marriott properties um, that was going to be stationed there. And that may still happen, but uh, and it was going to be class A office space. So now it is luxury apartments that are going in here. Uh, but this article from the National Business Journal by Drew Hutchinson, it's it's uh, you know, they're kind of asking, you know, when is construction going to start on this? And I think they were waiting on financing for this building. Um, usually what we're used to here in Nashville is financing either already secured when the land is bought or that comes pretty soon after. Uh, but this area was bought kind of, uh, mid late 2019 and, uh, or was it, was oh, it so even they, before they, that? They are actually building the hotel still, but it's not going to be this exact lot. It's going to be across the street. Okay. Yep. Uh, but it, it seems like it took over a year uh, for this developer to secure the financing for this area. So it uh, looks like it, it, this this development is going to happen. Uh, Flank Incorporated, an investment and development firm, recently closed on a $187 million construction loan brokered by Maryland-based Walker and Dunlop. I guess it's hard sometimes to... Hand over $187 million. Yeah, so this is going to be a <laughs> 380 residential unit building. Uh, it's going to be called Gibson Residencies, which is oh, that's a cool. so, such a cool yeah. name uh, to remember that sales room. The high-end apartment tower will contain 42,000 square feet of retail space. Wow. That's a lot right there on Church Street. Yeah. Like, it's going to be amazing. I really hope NES moves and, like, leaves <laughs> that area, especially with this sky rise going in. It's going to feel all alone. Yeah, it, it really it's is. because it's going to be surrounded by high-rises. It really is. Asherian's right there, but it's not, like, that high. Asherian, Amazon. It's right across the bridge. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, this is going to be – it says anchored by a place called Putt Shack. Yeah, so I received an email about this place, and they're not opening – they're not expected to open until, like, late 2023. And you got an email and from them? I got them? an email. And wow. it's, like, this luxury indoor mini golf course. And it looks really, really cool. Uh, I think this is going to be perfect for the Gulch. All right. Yeah, luxury. Because they have, um, I've never been to this place. The 
Brooklyn or the pins. Yeah. Pins mechanical co. Yeah. So you'll have kind of this, this high end bowling experience there and you have uh, a high end mini golf experience there. I hope there's lasers. I don't know what it would be like to be in one of these luxury apartments. And at the very bottom is a luxury putt putt golf course. I would get a membership. Like if you live in the building, you should have like these, these like memberships, like, Hey, you live in the building. You can just come play putt putt golf anytime. No, that would be, that would be really cool. All right. Let's talk about one of the fastest projected growing, probably not the fastest right now, but one of the fastest projected growing, um, pikes in Nashville, uh, and this is Dickerson Pike. Um, Dickerson Pike is close to you. It, I think it starts on Jefferson Street. Yep. And really goes up past Briley Park, past Briley Parkway. It goes, it goes to the Dickerson, Tennessee, kind of where Briley and 65 close to where they uh, merge together. Yeah, I think it even there. I think it goes all the way up past like uh, Madison and everything. Yeah. It, so it, it keeps going. I've never I haven't driven the entire thing. Um, but this area, I'm going to go over some of the stats from the Nashville business journal. Um, according to a 2018 Metro grant proposal, Dickerson Pike is expected to reach a population of 27,000 by 2040. And this is a 35% increase from 2015. The application also states that jobs along the corridor will increase by 48% in that same period. Um, so this is a study that was, I think, commenced by David Briley. So, uh, this is leading to a large mixed use proposed, uh, projects in, I think it's a, it's a, it's a true mixed use development with retail, hopefully some food going in there, but mostly retail and apartments and a dog park. You can't forget about <laughs> you can't forget about that dog park, and a man. dog park. There you go. Uh, so seven over seven hundred units will be a, a part of this That's two huge. building uh, apartment complex, a dog park, retail. I don't know how much retail and a courtyard are currently noted in design plans. So is this like a big courtyard? Oh, it is a big courtyard. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is happening on Dickerson Pike. Dickerson Pike is a really interesting area because there's a lot of developers buying in that area. Yeah. And it wasn't an area that was touched by development like three or four years ago. And now like everyone's like rushing to this area. It's still it's going to be a while before that thing is anything uh, like the other pikes in Nashville, like Charlotte Pike or anything like that. It's going to be a long time before it kind of reaches that status. But um, it's probably getting recognized as one of the fastest growing and most and one of the pikes with the most potential. I think that's kind of how it's earmarked right now. Um, I think that's going to change in two years. Yeah. Maybe three years. I think Murfreesboro Pike is going to be a huge thing for the city. Yeah, it's one of those things. I think you have to you can see the potential in the transformation of Dickerson Pike, I think a little bit more than Murfreesboro, uh, just because of the housing. Yeah. I think the housing has a lot to do with it. Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, it's an area with a lot of potential, another area with a lot of potential that, you know, has actually a lot of stuff has been purchased there recently is the East bank. The East bank, um, this is, is right next to Dickerson Pike. Yeah, it really is like Dickerson Pike interstate this place that we're about you to could talk throw, about. Yeah. You could do, throw a stone and hit, uh, the East bank from Dickerson Pike. And, uh, the East bank is, is most notably known by river North, the development that, uh, just was, was approved by Metro. And this is going to be an incredible, an incredible advancement for the East bank East of the Cumberland river. 
um, r- close to Jefferson Street as well. Um, but even now, we are seeing, uh, probably thanks to the the attention that's been paid to East Bank by the city, we uh, are seeing plots of land being bought beyond the River North area already. For a lot of money. For $7.6 <laughs> million dollars for 1.24 acres wow. on 151st uh, North Street, which is right across the street from the River North. 1.42, so almost an acre and a half. Yeah, but that's a lot of money uh, <laughs> for that land with nothing on it right now. There's an old car dealership that's on it, uh, but we don't know what this is going to be turning into. It's probably going to be some type of mixed-use development just like River North. Yeah, so... It's, it's going to be probably, when it's all said and done, there's probably going to be no distinction between what that development is going to be and River North because they're almost side by side. It's just right across the street from River North. It's not even over the river or anything like that. It is like it's right in the heart of where River North is going to be developing. All right. So now let's talk about some local food. I was craving a breakfast burrito and I'm just like, I just need this in my life right now. Ah, and, uh, so I went over to Oscars at Vandy. I didn't go to the downtown location. I didn't okay. go to the West Nashville location. I went nice. to the Oscars at Vandy, which is right off of Elliston uh, Place. I think that's what the road is yeah. right there. And uh, it's right across the street from like Martin's Barbecue. There's a Dunkin' Donuts in that area. Yeah. Uh, and I had the big boy breakfast burrito, yep. which is sausage, chicken, ham, bacon, eggs, hash browns. And of course, I added queso. And it was <laughs> amazing. Well, that's that's good. I, I think I went to. You know what? I don't think I've had Oscars um, since I've had COVID. So that'll be it'll have to be something that I do soon. Um, I went to when I was in fifth and broad on Sunday. Um, I went, Chelsea and I went and got the little macarons. Is that how you say them? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. I'm not Macaro- French. Macaroon. Um, macarons. I, gosh, I should probably know how to say them, but, uh, this, there's a place that specializes in those. It's called Le Macaron French Pastries. And I'm not a hundred percent sure where they're based out of. Um, but. Initially, like as like a company. Yeah, yeah, no, a, yeah, a, no. I know they're French, but I, yeah, I don't know where the company's based out of necessarily. Um, but the experience is good. It was crowded in there for. It's a little small shop uh, where you basically just you order and you you pick it up, you take it what outside. What type of uh, flavors did you have? I had Belgian chocolate. I had coconut, and I had salted caramel. Do they have Nutella? I don't know. I don't okay. think so. No, I think they're their own unique flavors there. Uh, they had um, other things to buy there, other kind of chocolate treats if you wanted to. They had uh, sorbet, I believe, if you wanted some of that. Um, but I I had the, the Belgian chocolate was great. It just tasted like kind of a light brownie with kind of that, that caramelized sugar around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the salted caramel, I'd had no salt taste <laughs> ever in that thing. So it's just kind of, it was just kind of caramel. Okay. Um, and then... What was the other? The coconut was great. That was almost probably one of my favorite ones. Okay. That I, that oh, I had. Yeah, they but they're, they're about $3 each. Okay. Um, and they're probably but what, if you maybe get a, like an inch by. Yeah. If you get a six pack instead of like $18, it's like 15 or 16. Okay. So discounted for, you know, the more you get, the more it's discounted. Uh, but it was okay. It's not a dessert that I really crave, but it was something very unique. It's a dessert that I'm like, yeah, I'll have one of those every once a year. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Exactly. And 
the the cool thing about it is it had a French cafe feel outside. They had more of your French style chairs, like your metal chairs and tables and stuff. So I thought that was really cool. Oh, that's really cool. So that's in Fifth and Broadway. And uh, there's some other great dessert places in Fifth and Broadway. We're going to talk about that here in a second. I was about to say, we're, we're not going to stop beating at Fifth and Broadway anytime soon. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, we've been talking about this extensively since March 4th when they opened all of the retail stores and the restaurants. Uh, but that's Visit Fifth and Broadway. It's such a unique place in downtown Nashville. You can go honky-tonking, and then all of a sudden you're in Fifth and Broadway, and it's a whole different world. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. Uh, Fifth and Broad is a great tip for uh, for our episode today because it is a weekday and uh, Fifth and Broad, just from my experience last Sunday, it was super crowded. Um, you've been there on a weekday, right? How is it on a weekday? Uh, Elixir was empty. Like there was like maybe six people in it. Okay. But Hattie B still had a line. Okay. Because of the notori- notoriness of Hattie B's. Yeah. Uh, Assembly Food Hall, when I walked through it, like there was people. Yeah. Um, it's going to be... On a weekday, it's going to be really busy once the offices reopen in downtown, like fully reopen. Yeah. It's going to be like the destination to eat at. See, when I went on Sunday, uh, Chelsea and I were very lucky to get a place to sit at it's, Assembly Food Hall. It's it's crowded. Like it's, It is. It's very crowded. Yeah. Uh, you could walk around and probably find one or two tables, but... Uh, I don't know, like a lot of people, some people just don't know yet if you leave your food on the table or if you go and throw it away. So there's a lot of tables that still like need cleaning in between. So it's, it's a interesting thing, but weekday seems to be the safe time to go to really walk around and experience all the places without the crowd. The, during the weekday though, you like, you can tell people are like in their business dress. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting. So when I went there, it was like all of these multi generations were there. Yeah. And, and like, I'm like, I've never Dude, seen this in downtown. I've fifth and broad is probably the most diverse place of downtown Nashville. Oh, hands hands down. down. Hands down. And it's the most like multi general place that I've ever been in so downtown Nashville. What was really cool. Chelsea and I sat down beside another couple, like at those two top tables and they moved into the place, the apartment complex, the day before. Wow. So, yeah, it was really cool. It came from Boston. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I've met so many people from around the world. In Broadway. <laughs> it is a very, very cool place to just kind of see where people are, are coming from. But that's our tip of the day. Visit Fifth and Broadway on a weekday so you could do everything you want there. Maybe, maybe you'll get into Hattie Bees. That's Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily get 10% off their next online order in-person visit. You can find them inside of Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. All right, how do you think Tennessee ranks in the United States as far as a business-friendly environment? Let us know what you think, and you can text us at 615-392-1358 or... Leave us a comment on YouTube. Let us know what you think about the uh, business friendliness of Tennessee as a state. We'll be talking about a little bit of Nashville news on uh, the economic development side of things. Uh, But right now, the uh, Nashville Business Journal put out an article just a few days ago 
um, talking about how Tennessee has actually made a top list for economic development. That seems to be the theme for this March. Top 10? Is, like Nashville's <laughs> been ranked in the top 10. We were ranked in the top 10 by the Today Show, and then we were also ranked in the top 10 for like best places to live after the pandemic. Yeah. Now Tennessee is making that list, ranked among the top places, and we specifically were number 10 in the nation for site selectors for economic development. So just a little bit of different circumstances here. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about the criteria here. So site selectors, most important criteria for location scouting included workforce skills, workforce development, transportation infrastructure, which we probably scored very low on, ease of permitting and regulatory procedures. Which we, we did really well on that. I'm very surprised with Nashville. State yeah. and local tax scheme, right to work state, utilities cost and reliability, quality of life incentives, and legal climate. So half of the ranking is based on a survey of corporate executives and site selectors who were asked to identify the states they believe had the best business climate. The other half is based on an index of project uh, counts and other criteria, including performance and site selectors annual prosperity cup ranking. So based off is. of another award, based off of another <laughs> award, yeah. Uh, based off of the total Conway projects database, facilities, location, and expansion projects in 2019. Yes, that thing. Yeah, right. Everybody knows that thing. Yeah. Total projects in 2019 per capita. Total 2020 projects year to date. Total 2020 projects year to date per capita. Corporate and property tax data from the Tax Foundation's State Business Tax index so those are the criteria so it's like half opinion from business leaders and then half of where tennessee lines up with all of their data all right so here are some of the numbers that came from this survey or study that they did uh and tennessee came in 10th with a total of 83 uh, out of 100 points and here is a breakdown of the volunteer state executive survey we came in number five so out of the opinion side we got number five that's yes. huge uh, competitiveness we got number six so that's probably the workforce and the skill set yeah that it's based out of so the 2020 year-to-date conway projects we got number 17 down from number 14 in 2019 we gotta get back up on that conway project <laughs> dang it conway uh the 2020 conway projects per capita number 15 which is down from number 14 and in 2019 conway does not like us uh major firm tax index uh, mature firm tax index number thirty one. So is that like our loans coming to maturity? You have to talk to our state. You have to talk to our accountant. I don't know. I don't know. Hey Ryan, <laughs> uh, Ryan, if you're listening to this episode, uh, text me. Texas. Yeah. Uh, and new firm tax index number twenty four. Um, here's okay. Here's the really interesting thing. Uh, and this is who are the other states that ranked in here? You'll probably see a pattern here. Uh, North Carolina tied for first with Georgia both having a total of 97 points. Oh, look at them. Ohio came in third. Okay. Texas tied for fourth with South Carolina, followed by Virginia, Alabama, Arizona, Kentucky, and Tennessee rounding out the top 10. Uh, if you need to, uh, if you don't know what all of those states have in common, look it up on text, the map. text us and uh, we will tell you but it is very interesting to see who is in the top 10 for states um and and business environment competitiveness and you know what are the best states to do business in happy that tennessee made the top 10 so let us know your thoughts 615-392-1358 all right 
Our local artist is Briard Huggins, and you can uh, find a Spotify link in the show notes. We're going to be talking about his song, Walk With Me, which is featuring Michelle or Michelle, it's M-Y-S-H-E-L. Um, so uh, that song is called Walk With Me featuring, uh, I'm going to say Michelle, I'm going to take a guess on that. Uh, but this is really cool because uh, Briard is a smooth jazz recording artist. Uh, but with this one, he's a composer and producer as well. Uh, he said he occasionally releases pieces that he's composed in other styles with guest vocalists. So uh, Michelle is the vocalist in this. It's an instrumental. Uh, it's an instrumentation, excuse me, inspired by the Lion King. So it's a very, very cool piece uh, and excited for you guys to listen to this you can find uh briard spotify link in the show notes if you want to listen to all of the artists that we have featured here on the podcast go to spotify type in nashville daily artist of the day it's a fantastic playlist for your spring um, a little bit about briard he's been in nashville his whole life so we have a a unicorn in nashville native here on the podcast today and a few favorite restaurants to top off the list for Briar. The first one is called Amerigo. And uh, this is found on West End. This is a great Italian restaurant. And then another one is found on West End. This is Brick Tops. You got a uh, lot of West End in the past, this week. This, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, but Brick Tops has great pizza. My favorite pizza of theirs is this pistachio pizza. It's really? fantastic. I haven't had it in a while. Huh. Uh, and then you have another one uh, that's found on Elliston Place, and this is Samurai Sushi. And then you have Burger Republic, which is found in the Gulch. I haven't been to Burger Republic in a while. They, they those, have some those, good spike shakes. Those milkshakes. <laughs> All right, so here is Briard Huggins featuring Michelle with Walk With Me.
And that was Briard Huggins with Walk With Me. That's featuring Michelle. All right. So on tomorrow's episode, we, we found a story. You found a pretty cool collection of Tennessee maps. It breaks down a lot of interesting um, what is it? Uh, everything. Everything for Tennessee? Trees, coffee shops, all of it. All right. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash, as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615 392 1358 and for more exclusive content head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com nashville daily is produced right here in the great city of nashville so if you like what we're doing please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends